the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial. Starting next week, new radio show here on AM 1220 KDOW from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. I will be a part of that. And it will have very different content from me. Tune in to learn more. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'm Rob Black talking money, invested in more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, one thing that I like to come back to on occasion, not always, but on occasion, are some of the things out there that I think will make you a better investor. And some of it is kind of like knowledge. It's, it's that kind of simple. Um, you really have to get very, very, very comfortable with what you're doing as an investor. And... I often find people are their own worst enemies when it comes to investing over 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Not so much, but over 10, 20, 30 days, people make big mistakes. And I was given a speech yesterday, and my speeches are where I kind of give out some premium, premium insights, but I'm going to share a little bit of it here with you now. Um, if your time horizon is the next 6 to 12 months, you probably don't want to buy stocks with that kind of like investment mentality. If your time frame is 10, 20, 30 days or hours, you might, you know, you might get a hit on occasion, but you're going to get more misses than hits. So there's a, an approach that I like to go to help me not make mistakes. And... It's kind of like buying the winners. Winner takes all. Have you seen some business models that are winner take all? Have you ever looked at it and go, man, I wish I had their business? And you can. Um, you have to look for value in some names. So anytime there's a big market correction, I look to the winner take all stocks. Whether it's the company that makes the DaVinci robots 
that are used in surgery at this point in time. Because I've heard nothing but great things about the Da Vinci system. And, and when I say I've heard, it's not like, oh, I was at a party and someone was talking about the Da Vinci robots. Um, it says it, it's, it's research that I've done. And there's a company called Intuitive Surgical. And I don't really want to focus on Intuitive Surgical because I think they're a little bit too obvious. But if you want to take a look at Intuitive Surgical to see what I'm talking about, um, and will someone someday come along and build a better robot? Yes. It's very, very likely. Um, so you have to be kind of cautious on that. Um, but when you start doing, like, heart surgery, and you see your doctor's hands, and you're like, this is my good hand, and, or this is my, you know, he shows you his hand that doesn't shake. And he goes, yeah, but this is my hand that I do surgery with, and it's shaking like an epileptic. You're like, oh, good gosh. And when you start getting robots, you know, you can control them, and they don't shake, and they don't make mistakes, and you can cut a teeny tiny little hole versus a big nasty gash. Um, it's one of those things that should make you go, hmm, I might want to invest in this. Now, again, medical devices are tricky. I'll be the first person to tell you that, and I think that's where you need to be very cautious, is they turn into momentum stocks, and doctors use it once, great, great revenue. Second time, are they still using it? That's the big question. So you kind of have to not only see companies that have market dominance and winner-take-all kind of mentality, um, but you have to be good being patient with it and understanding it and, uh, you know, writing it out, the good times and bad times. So let me go to a list of ideas and thoughts and see if I can't, you know, play along with you. Intuitive Surgical Tissue ISRG. That's the one name on the list I want you to forget. I kind of want you to look at it, but then I want you to forget it. Take a look at the five, ten-year history on it. And again, the valuation is kind of too rich for me. So I, if there was a market correction, I would take a look at it. But the winner-take-all is companies that you know pretty well and you use pretty dominantly. Do you remember when Excited Home came out and Excite.com and Yahoo and Lycos and Google. Some people were Lycos people, some people were Yahoo people, some people were... But eventually, the rattlesnake, not the rattlesnake, but the boa constrictor killed those guys. And the one left standing was Google. That's a winner-take-all. So, the digital revolution is helping enormously here. Amazon.com is the first winner-take-all. Facebook. Alibaba, C-Trip, Regeneron, Illumina. These are just some names. Tesla is a winner-take-all. Who else is doing electric cars as well as Tesla? So the tide will change at times, and some of these companies will lose their dominance. But these are companies that can have 60, 70, 80% market share of what they do. I'm not sure. Well, no, I am 100% sure. There's no way in hell I would ever buy a Ford electric car. If I'm going to buy an electric car, all electric car, it's going to be a Tesla. Because it's kind of got a tech platform. Um, it's not like, oh, let's go to the Ford dealership. Hi, would you like a cup of coffee while you wait? They don't, they're not a cup of coffee while you wait kind of company. So it's tough to predict the market for sure. I don't try to do it. 
It's tough to predict Federal Reserve decisions or election outcomes. I don't try to do it. I like winners. So if I'm at the gym and I see, and this is just incredibly sexist, but this makes sense to you. You see someone who's incredibly fit. And you're like, damn. And they happen to fall into the spectrum of incredibly beautiful. And you're like, whoa. And they're incredibly well-dressed. You're like, yeah. And then a couple seconds later, you see someone who's kind of 60 pounds overweight, wearing cut-off jeans, shorts, jorts, even worse, jorts. They're wearing a wife beater, T-shirt, and uh, he has beer in his head. Now, who do you think you want to train you? Who do you think you want to copy at the gym? It's, it's, it's obvious, right? The winner take all. It's pretty obvious to me. So you can't predict outcomes of elections. We've learned that. We can't predict interest rates. Can't predict that. No, 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 no. Um, Federal Reserve decisions. Uh, no. Uh, short-term moves in the market. Uh, uh, digitization has come to the world. And the company that's leading the way on this is Alphabet's Google and Facebook. They're benefiting from a shift in advertising to digital. I spend more time on my phone watching content than I do on television watching content. The only thing that I really watch on television anymore is sports and Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones is a guilty pleasure. And the moment the season ends, I cancel HBO. Um, Sorry. Uh, if I have to wait 12 to 18 months again, and then, you know, what I'll do is at some point in time just cancel cable. Because I'm not watching anything on cable, and I'll switch to paying for HBO app kind of thing. So we're going to talk about digitization. We're going to talk about six stocks that can be winner-take-all. Uh, don't forget, new shows starting on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday next week. Bill Gunderson and that, that <laughs> fluffy show of, of Jack Gone. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So Stock Talk has come back to life. It's a show that I did back in, I want to say, 98 to 2002. It was a national radio show with large exposure in the Bay Area on CNET Radio. Um, so I'm kind of reviving it two hours a week, um, Mondays and Thursdays. And it's a focus on stocks. And when I first launched the show, you know, relaunched the show, I gave you six stocks that I like. One of the six stocks was a company called Alibaba. And um, ticker symbol BABA. It's a Chinese company. And 
they came out and they spanked their numbers. They did well. Alibaba is trading a new all-time high. So if you bought it just a couple weeks ago, you've done very well already. Um, the company reported strong quarterly results. Uh, Non-GAAP, generally accepted accounting um, practices, GAAP. It rose 65%. Revenues rose 56%, well above expectations. Investors are happy the company did not miss on the bottom line two quarters in a row. Uh, Alibaba investors are likely a lot more focused on the top line as the company tries to expand into e-commerce and cloud computing, amongst other businesses, as fast as possible, like Amazon.com. A lot of people don't know that Amazon.com sells concert tickets in Europe, and they're going to start selling concert tickets, I think, in the United States at some point in time if we can break up that Ticketmaster monopoly, which is going to be tough to do. But same thing with Alibaba. They're going, you know, we're not just selling tchotchkes online. Can't just get toilet paper from us. You got to get a lot. There's a lot more out there, and you're going to trust our financial network, and that's kind of what it is. So revenue from core commerce at Alibaba increased 58% year over year to a whopping um, 6.3 billion, driven by robust paying customer growth up 16% quarter to quarter, an improving revenue mix of higher value-added services, as reflected by ongoing ARPU, which is average revenue per user. Sounds dirty, ARPU, but it's average revenue per user. Mobile monthly active users grew 4% sequentially uh, to 529 million. That sounds like a weak number. But revenue from cloud computing increased 96% to 359 million. Market expansion remains the company's top priority in cloud, a lot like Amazon, where Amazon, one of the very first letters that they wrote to shareholders was, we are not going to try to make money for a long time. We're going to try to grow revenue. So back to Alibaba. Revenue from digital media and entertainment increased 30% to $602 million. Alibaba reaffirmed their 45 to 49% revenue growth guidance for fiscal 2018. Management also said it would step up investments in the second half of the year in pursuit of market share. Aggressive. That's reminiscent of American Trailblazer. Amazon.com. Amazon said it will always invest in the long term. Alibaba says it will always invest in the long term. Which is an investor, if you're long term, that's what you want to hear. Alibaba has a market cap of $430 billion and trades with a low to mid-30s earnings multiple. SoftBank owns 29% of the company. And um, also Altibaba, which is not Alibaba, it's Altibaba, ticker symbol AA. BA owns 15.2%. So if you don't want to own Alibaba, you could try to take a look at SoftBank if you like what they're doing in the United States with their investments and with Japan, or you could look at Altibaba as well. So when you take a look at Alibaba, um, again, it's not for everyone, and it's something you just kind of have to start feeling comfortable with. It's a Chinese company, and... In the earlier segment, I talked about how China will outpace the U.S. economy by 2030. And that's pretty pretty amazing. I mean, it's it, I'm going to just say it is what it is, right? Alibaba Group is a treasure trove of e-commerce websites in Asia. The holding company owns Alibaba. It's actually called Alibaba Group Services. But you would say that they compete with Amazon, eBay, and Baidu. They're trying to get more of a presence in the United States. The Alibaba Group also wholly owns Alibaba Cloud Computing, which 
supports its technology platform, Taobao and Taobao Mall, China's largest online retail websites, its web portal, China Yahoo. Alibaba Group websites count millions of registered users. The group was founded in 1999 by a guy named Jack Ma, and he's the majority owner of SoftBank and Yahoo. Um, it went public in 2014. Alibaba acquired Chinese online video provider Yoku Todu for $4.6 billion. So Alibaba in the news. Now, again, is it appropriate for you? I don't have the answer for you on that one. It's a growth stock. Are you a grandma? Probably not for you. Are you someone who gets panicked out of the market? Probably not for you. Um, but yeah, you know the numbers, no doubt about it, are pretty strong numbers in my opinion. And the company is trading all-time highs, which is kind of where you want to see it. Uh, they have that Singles Day, November 11th, coming up. Um, where I think you'll want to pay attention to that because it's a lot like Amazon's Prime Day, which is a made-up holiday. So from Alibaba's Investor Day, they want to help merchants become a digital operation by digitizing five retail components, which is the customer, product inventory, orders, payment, and loyalty. They want to digitize all that for their customers, uh, for their clients, um, for their merchants, I guess is the best way of saying it. Digital media entertainment platform is expanding. They're trying to build a content generation ecosystem to generate in different formats, video, news feeds, live events, and movies. Um, their numbers are ahead of Walmart. So um, it's just a company that you should take a look at. Most analysts that I see have prices targets that range from 140, uh, 140 to 201 with some around 180, 190, 175. And when you take a look at the price, you know, currently, you know, keep in mind you'll probably see price targets go up. I'm not gushing. I'm not pushing it. I want you to be very wise and, and thoughtful about how you build your portfolio. I think portfolios should be built around the concept of a baseball team. You don't need nine power hitters. Is it nice to have the Yankees lineup where they seem to have four or five guys who can knock it out of the park on a swing? Sure, it's nice when you're winning 14 to seven, but when those guys are striking out, you're losing seven to nothing. So, I want you to have a shortstop who can get everywhere. That may be, you know, a tech company like a Facebook. I want you to own some power, some defensive stocks, some retail companies. Things that, you know, you build a portfolio so that it works together, some income, some companies that are tied towards, or some sectors or some ETFs that are tied towards uh, developing markets, which are going to continue to grow in power. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. And the words come from my mouth. She came and hit me like lightning. I wasn't shocked by how she said. Join the conversation. 800-516-1220. That's 800 800- 
516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Stock Talk with Rob Black. Black. It's 130% true. I'm Rob Black, talking to money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Consumer staples. These are things that you have to... Uh, they're in our lives. It's probably the best way of saying it. It would be a sector. The Consumer Discretionary Select Sector is a Spider ETF XLY. Consumer staples. Um, not discretionary, discretionary versus staples. Uh, very subtle thought, but yet a big thought nonetheless. Ticker symbol XLP. That's the Consumer Staples Selector uh, Spider Exchange Traded Fund XLP. So when market as a whole is in a long-term trend of up, there's always going to be cross-currents to track. How does discretionary do against staples? How does technology do against energy? How does, and again, utilities and telecom defensive areas do against healthcare, another defensive area, but a defensive area healthcare that has a little bit more growth than, say, the utilities. Uh, talking stocks, talking sectors, stock talk, Rob Black. There now seems to be a slight shift, ultimately, towards a more defensive posture as Wall Street looks at you know where we are, how many up years we've had, who the president is, how the economy is doing. And at some points, we get a little more excited when we see uh, productivity numbers dropping, where we see unemployment numbers, um, you know, the employment numbers in the United States, what percentage is employed, but also what percentage is young that's employed. Uh, so we have to look inside the, inside the numbers on ESPN. We have to look inside the lines. Um, so if you look, you know, when people are fearful, you'll see like an improvement in utility stocks and an improvement in consumer staples and an improvement in telecom. Uh, because ultimately we feel we have to have these things in our life. The consumer staple sector is getting a bit more love now, and it's something you should pay attention to as it was an underperformer, thus creating some value. It does not have a big growth component because it's tied towards populations. It's tied towards margins. It's tied towards you know distribution. There's not a lot you can do there to shake things up. There's a subtle change right now going on, and it certainly does not call for a huge reallocation towards consumer staples, but I think it's a nice complement to a defensive position. So some household name stocks and soft drinks, consumer non-durables, even adult beverages are setting new highs. Um, it's worth paying attention to. The defensive staples group is threatening a major performance gain versus the more aggressive discretionary group. <clears throat> If you put the two charts right next to each other, you would kind of see that. So one of the things that is a good packaged company, like here's a company that I think you can own for the long term. You may not be a winner. You may not have the best use of capital. You may not be the guy who goes, I'm wearing 14 gold medals. I'm going to swim against a shark. Procter & Gamble. I would go as far as to say it's downright boring on a lot of levels. But they got a lot of stuff where we keep talking about, no, not we, I keep talking about how developing nations are going to continue to develop around Asia, and they're going to continue to have more wealth creation tied towards the middle class. 
And when you have that, you've got a demand that ultimately grows for products that we need in our life. That, again, um, I think that's a good thing. Um, it's kind of like the idea of, and I say a lot of offensive things on radio, and I'm trying to do less of it as I go forward because I'm tired of people complaining about just one little thing. That <laughs> is not Gambling's, appropriate behavior, okay? Procter & Gamble and Johnson Johnson make a lot of things that, you know, we need to stay clean. Uh, toothpaste, things like that. With Procter & Gamble, their brands are billion-dollar sellers. They've got Always, Braun, Crest, Fusion, Gillette, Head & Shoulders, Mach 3, Oil of Olay, it brings out the sensual beauty in all women. Oh, wait, I'll take Oil of Olay brings out the essential beauty in all women. So which one do I want to emphasize? The women or the all? The all women or the all women? So Procter & Gamble's got billion-dollar brands. Um, again, Crest. Now, when you give someone a job, they need to brush their teeth. Um, Braun, Gillette, shaving, head and shoulders. I actually had a girlfriend, not a, not someone I was dating, but she was a friend who, when she got upset about guys, she would rate the two guys that she was interested in, and one of them was like, oh, he slouches a little bit. He doesn't hold my hand. He, he puts me on the side, when on the sidewalk, he has me closer to traffic. I'm like, you really overthink things. But one of them was like, he's got dandruff. I'm like, buy him some head and shoulders. Um, but no, she was bothered by it. Yeah. So anyway, always brawn, crest, fusion, Gillette, head and shoulders, Mach 3, oil of Olay, Pantene, as well as Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. But not only that, Charmin, which, for the record, if I ever lose a pillow, I'm just going to stuff the pillowcase with Charmin because it's like sleeping on clouds. You get Dawn that um, cuts through grease, and Rosie puts her hands in it, and it, it, it's like getting a massage. You get Downy, Gain, Pampers, Pampers, oh... Don't even get me started on diapers. We have to come up with a better system. And then there's Tide. So other major brands include Febreze, Mr. Clean, Old Spice, and Swiffer. So that's what you have when you have Procter & Gamble. When you have Procter & Gamble, you have a ticker symbol of PG. Now, again, is this going to get you rich? Nope. I don't think so. Not in the short term. It's going to be the tortoise and the hare. And you're going to be the tortoise. So it's not going to get you in a lot of trouble. Um, so take a look at it. It's ticker symbol is PG. Um, and again, it's on the defensive side that's underperformed, that's now starting to perform. You know, you get a 3% dividend yield. Go put $100 in your bank, go put $100 in Procter & Gamble, and you're going to be richer in a year from Procter & Gamble's dividends than you are from your bank's dividends. doesn't mean you should own it. It just means you should think about it. It's got a relatively high P.E. for the current scenario, but in the long term, not so crazy. So taking a look at Procter Gamble, their stock breaks out. Technical indicators are lined up to support the move. The company posted higher earnings in the most recent quarter, despite a slump in consumer spending. Uh, another consumer giant that I want you to take a look at that's broken out is PepsiCo. Uh, and you go, people aren't drinking Pepsi anymore. But they go out and buy with companies like Buy. Um, who makes antioxidant infusion, San Paolo, strawberry lemonades. 
when you take a look at Pepsi, you know, again, you're not, you'd be wrong to limit yourself, in my opinion, and go soda water, because Pepsi is so much more than that. Um, with, you know, you're talking to a company that does bottling, you're talking to a company that does Doritos and Gatorade, and if you go watch a movie called Fed Up, you're going like, to hate companies like this. Because you're going to say they're rotting our kids' teeth out, and you know, on top of it, uh, they may not be—they may be low fat, but they're high sugar, and high sugar is probably more problem. Like, it just makes you loco in the cocoa when you start thinking about you know all the stuff that's going on uh, with corporations, and uh, you know, with PepsiCo, you're talking about a company that has a female CEO in their new year. The number two carbonated soft drink maker. You got Mountain Dew. You got Pepsi. You got you know, cola is not the only beverage. They also have Tropicana orange juice. Try to go to a grocery store and see who owns the orange juice aisle. It's Coca Cola and it's Pepsi. They got Gatorade. They got Sobeys. They got Aquafina. They got Ruffles. Try to eat just one. I dare you. Lay's Ruffles. Uh, Cheetos. Uh, the, the high-end Cheetos restaurant just opened in New York City, and they've got a thousand-person wait list. Now. Let's just repeat that, a high-end Cheetos restaurant. When I was a kid, all I wanted to do was sit on the couch, watch TV, and eat Cheetos, and don't talk to me while I was watching my cartoons. So they also have Quaker Foods, which makes breakfast cereals like life. Mikey likes it. Mikey died. He ate so much life cereal, he died. They've got Rice-A-Roni. It's the San Francisco treat. Not, but it is Rice-A-Roni which dominates the rice section of, of your supermarket. they got Near East Side dishes. Pepsi products are available in 200-plus countries. 200-plus um, countries. U.S. is about 56% of their sales. So when you buy Pepsi, you're buying an international company in the good times and the bad times. I'll be by your side forevermore. That's what friends are for. I thought I was going to get a dreadful. I thought I was going to get a dreadful. You will never, ever, ever have a career in singing. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Oh, Robert, I think so, you just killed my favorite song of all time. If you're looking for a longer-term buy-and-hold idea, Pepsi's a name. I've liked it for a while. Um, it's not just soda, like I said. They're cereals. You know, there is going to be always issues where consumers are moving away from carbonated sodas and, you know, cities are trying to tax sodas and sodas are so bad for you. But it's like buying a cigarette company like a Philip Morris or an Altria. People are going to continue smoking. Now, not at the rate that they were, but as long as they're paying dividends, it's an investment idea. My dad died from cancer and from smoking and being involved with the United States Army. Another consumer discretionary company... Staples Company, I want you to take a look at his Constellation Brands and Diageo, STZ and DEO. Um, they're companies that have recently broken out, and like I said, they were long-term value plays that have turned to a little bit of a growth catalyst cycle change. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at Rob Black Show. This is Stock Talk with Rob Black.
Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. This is the golden age of television. If you watch the Emmys, it's stunning how many shows aren't even getting nominated for Best Actor, Best Actress, what have you. Now, I hate award shows because it's celebrating their own. And I wish I had an award show for myself. The best radio host in the Bay Area on financial issues. Rob Black! I'm the only one who's nominated in my world, right? And I win every year. Um, Golden Age TV. CBS came up with something called All Access, which is like six bucks a month. And you can watch all their shows and such. And you can get it free for a week. And like, I, I, it feels to me the services are getting to be a bit too much competing with each other. Disney tells uh, Netflix we're pulling all of our movies. We're going to start our own Disney service in a couple of years. Uh, CBS says, you know, we, we're going to do a Star Trek show that you're not going to be able to watch on free TV. CBS also owns Showtime, so will that show eventually land on Showtime? Because I don't really see how many services can you pay for. There's too many. And it gets too confusing. Or do you do it like you get the free service for a week once a year with a different email address and you watch all 10 episodes of Star Trek and you're done with it? Um, it just feels like we're little monkeys being trained right now in a funny kind of way. Um, I want you to be happier. The number one thing that I can push for you is floss your teeth every day. Um, dental insurance sucks. It's no good. And losing your teeth sucks. It's no good. I try to break a sweat every day. Try to write something with a pen and paper every day. Um, if you haven't read a book in a couple of years, sit down this weekend and read a chapter or two and try to get back into it. Um, Museums in the Bay Area, Google the phrase Free Museum Day. Most museums have free museum days every month. Um, And talking about a sexy date, you take a a date to a museum and do a little bit of work before you go. And you're like, Jackson, Google Jackson Pollock, and then go to his Wikipedia page. You're like, Jackson Pollock, like to get on canvas and splatter paint. A lot of people just see splatter paint. You write down, a lot of people see splatter paint. And then you ask your date, like, hey, what do you see? A lot of people just see splatter paint. She's like, ooh intelligent we're gonna make babies he has to be intelligent okay he's a xerox copy guy that's not good but he's intelligent he, he, he can see art so he can teach my kid art but anyhow you get the idea if you've never volunteered you don't know how good you have it in life until you do volunteer um i'm not saying do glide at thanksgiving there's enough people who do glide at thanksgiving try volunteering at a different level um in my opinion Throw away clothes that you haven't worn in, in two, three years. Give them to Goodwill. Um, just my advice. Try to get your email under control. If you've got 12,000 emails in your Google account, you've got too many. So my advice is just delete them all and start over and start with some organization. Um, I like talking to people I haven't talked to in 10, 20 years, especially people who helped my career, and basically rubbing it in their nose that they should have given me more money and more opportunity. But it also makes me feel good, like, that's where I came from. Um, I send Taylor Swift a text every day on Twitter. I probably shouldn't admit this. Or basically, I'm like, if you want to marry me, I'll be your servant for life. You never know when you're going to hit that jackpot. It's got to be better odds than playing the lottery, right? So I say go for it. Do things that might make you happy. Uh, Figure out the lifestyle that you want and then go for it. Um, Change your passwords four times a year. Mark it on a calendar. It's not that difficult to do. 
So anyway, start saving more money today than you've been saving in the past. Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. These are ideas to make yourself a bit happier. Um, any thoughts on you about making yourself a bit happier? Real estate makes a lot of guys happy. They kind of want to, home is where the heart is. Yeah, you know, they want to mow their yard on Saturdays and Sundays. I find that very peaceful to water my plants, pull some weeds, cut the grass. It's very peaceful. Is pull weeds sexual innu- innuendo? <laughs> I don't know. No! I'm literally pulling weeds. Uh, For me, pulling weeds means something totally different. I think the concept of owning something makes people happy, especially something quality. And that's a, a big drive for people in real estate. I hear you. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. A mortgage can be part of your financial strategy. And a lot of people don't look at a mortgage as part of a financial strategy. They look at the word mort as see death. death. Yep. And age is growing old with death. And do you remember when we had, you know, I've had these in my life, mortgage books. Mm-hmm. Where you'd get, back in the day, you'd get 30 years of mortgage tickets. Yep. Coupons. Coupons. Coupon books. Now, in my life, I got 12 months at a time. I actually had somebody send me a coupon the other day. There are lenders that still do that. Yeah. Okay. Financing a home means getting a mortgage. I think it's an amazing deal. I think it's one of those deals that, I'm not going to say it's truly American, but it's pretty cool that you could borrow $200,000, $300,000. It's one of the ultimate leverages there. A lot of people like the idea that at any point in time they can get their money back. uh, And maybe more. Do you think we give mortgages fairly? White think, people, black people, rich people, poor people. Uh, that's a tough Or do you think white that, rich people benefit the most? I think it's just haves and have-nots okay. right now, um, especially with you know, affordability. Of course, it's regional, but uh, you have money, you're going to get a house. You have good credit, you're going to get a house. Um, and, and when you have a society that's not building affordable housing and you're stuck renting and then rents are high, there is a disparity there, yes. I think mortgage accelerators are bad ideas. I'd rather keep the money on my side of the balance sheet than versus giving it to a bank. I agree. I think paying you an do extra it on payment every year is a bad idea. I think getting real estate advice from anyone with an Australian accent <laughs> is a bad idea. How did you know I was thinking that? I so badly want to run for president, and that's going to be part of my platform. They, the, the Australians, for some reason, push those accelerators. They push the crappiest programs. Yeah. Whether it's investments or, or mortgages. Yeah. So I will say their actresses are pretty hot. But <laughs> other than that, I want them out of our country. Build the wall around Australia and their bad financial mortgage. Maybe Trump build a wall around every other country but ours. Let's keep those pirates in, in Australia. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me at robblackshow.com. Tony Mendez is at bayarealonsource.com. Get a mortgage with Tony. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.